Hey, this is Kurt. And this is Jen. And this is Kurt and Jen Make a Podcast. B-Sides edition where we talk about nothing and play games. All right, Jen, I've got something to tell you. And I don't yeah. know if it's going to make you upset or if like if it'd be if it'd be preferred not to even bring it up, but I'm going to bring it up. I like how you preface it with I'm not sure I could I should bring this up. Like I don't even know if I should bring this up, yeah. but I'm going to bring it up anyway. This this might upset you. So just want to just warn you. I on feel that. like you're doing it intentionally now. Like this is it's an intentional. So I'm very excited to be intentionally angry at you. Let's go. I finally finished watching Loki. <laughs> I'm I'm more disappointed than anything that it has taken you this long. I'm preparing for when my children are teenagers. Did that come off well? I'm more disappointed in you than anything. Right. So we uh, definitely, I didn't wa- watch it in time for us to talk about it in a timely manner at no, all. No, you did not, sir. It is no longer in the zeitgeist in any way. <laughs> nope. How does that feel, Kurt? Being completely out of the zeitgeist. Oh, you know, it's, I, I've come to, uh, you know, get used to it. <laughs> oh. But I do want to talk about, about it. about being older. Feels like it. feels like a joke about being older. You can a little put bit, that into yes, a little bit. Yeah. But I do want to talk about it now that it's it's happened. First of all, you no, you you've you've got no I mean, the ship has sailed for me. I'm so disappointed. Um no, let's go ahead and talk about it. Okay. I like all the performances were good, but it just seemed like a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> okay, first of all, how dare you? Nonsense <laughs> is where I live. Second I know. of all, it is wonderful, and I was so upset when it ended, because that is a cliffhanger. How dare they? Oh, okay. You know what? I was, like, so disappointed with the ending that even this morning as I was thinking about it, I, you know, I finished it yesterday, I was thinking about, wait a second, how did it end? What was the, what was the last bit of it? Oh, my gosh, Kurt. I'm not... I'm not so, engaging in this. How dare you? Okay, so tell me what the cliffhanger was because I, I may have missed her or may have just not cared about it. It has been over a month since I watched it and all I can remember is my feelings towards it because as we remember <laughs> on this podcast, I tell you every time that I forget the ending of things. So I cannot recall. I What I believe happened was that the Lokis took over as the person in charge of time the time master or the time lord or whatever uh, it is. Yeah, it's not person, time lord because that's yeah, you know that's, trademarked by Doctor Who. Right. But the, um, the person yeah. at the end of time. Yeah. And I I but, don't know. But then she kicked the the female Loki who I forget her name like Sylvie. Come on Sylvie, now. That's right. Uh, she kicked him out right through as well the the portal and yeah as well she should. And then, yeah, it, uh, yeah, fell flat for me. It didn't fall flat. It did not fall flat for me. Okay. Again, the performances were great. And uh, uh, the actor whose name escapes me, who played the classic Loki uh, in The Void, he's awesome. Um, 
no love for the alligator? How dare you? Oh, there was another thing. When I said that uh, that I hadn't, like last time we talked, that I hadn't gotten to the alligator episode, you were like, you haven't even gotten to the alligator episode? Which was the second to last episode. Like, Yeah. <laughs> well, of course because I Because you are so far behind the rest of popular culture. Well, right. So I was, just based on that piece of information, I was only two episodes behind. Yeah. I was actually four That's... episodes behind at that. Oh, my God. So, oh my goodness. So I am excited about the What If series that is coming up. Did you see, have you seen the promos for that? No. What it is, is that? It is an animated show and the Marvel used to put out these What If episodes or like, uh, you know, comic books. It's like, you know, what if, um, you know, and I'm trying to think of a specific, like what if, uh, you know, the Hulk actually was able to retain, you know, uh, banners, you know, intellect while being super strong. And then they had this, it was just a full episode about what would happen to the Hulk if that were to happen or. Yeah. I just looked up the artwork for it and it looks like what if, uh, Captain America was really Captain United Kingdom. Oh yeah. Cause it's got the union Jack. It doesn't have the British flag. It has the union Jack. So it'd be Captain UK. Yeah. There you okay. go. So, it, it, but it was like these fun little exercises, what if episodes, and then it was sort of, and they were, they were fairly condensed. I don't think they had huge series of them, at least at the time I was reading them. And I love those. Those were like really fun. Uh, one of the things that I, you know, which I think prevented me from being a real hardcore comic book reader is that it was like, okay, you've got this, you know, this character that's in, you know, a certain environment and it's like it's hard to kind of have get them to break out of it without getting really crazy but this is a way to sort of bring the crazy without having to you know justify it that much you just say hey what if this were true and then hey write a write an interesting episode so they're gonna have that into a tv show and that makes me excited that is very exciting you know what's very exciting for me is schmigadoon because i am buying apple tv plus right now as you are yeah, because I can't be, unlike Kurt, I can't be this far behind the zeitgeist. Okay. It's physically painful for me. So So can I can I chip in and watch Schmigadoon with you? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. After this Loki uh, discussion, <laughs> I don't I don't know if we're that level of friends where we're gonna share that anymore. Okay. And where are you at with Ted Lasso? Have you have- I've only watched the first two episodes because I do not yet have Apple TV Plus. Got it. I watched what was available on American Airlines. Okay. And those are the first two episodes only. But I really appreciated um, the jokes about the United Kingdom. Um, like, oh, that guy's British, though. And him like, no, he's Welsh. Is that a different country? Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, it's so true. Talk to any Welsh person. That's exactly what we'll say. Kind of. Kind of. And we'd like to be separate. But but we're more like we're more chill. Than like Scotland. Are, are really? Is that true? That Welsh are more chill than Scotland? Ah, we just don't. Okay, so here's the deal. Um, I was talking to my friend about a wonderful Welsh tradition called Mary Lloyd. Um, have you heard of Mary Lloyd? No, I haven't. Okay, it's a weird. I mean, like just the way that my mouth moves to say those words is ridiculous. Um, the Welsh people, I think, is where I got my love for Halloween. Um, and my love for all things irreverent and ridiculous. Um, Muddy Lloyd is a person under a sheet or a sack or something. And then (laughs) you put, wait, hold on. It gets better. And on top of them, on top of their head is 
the skull of a horse. Uh, and that horse comes to your house on Christmas Eve or in the general Christmas time frame. We're not real big on rules. Um, and sings to you to, to beg it, like entreaty into your house. And if they, if you don't sing back, no, well, you can sing back, no. And then they sing back and then you sing back and then they sing back. And whoever stops singing first is the loser. Um, and normally it ends with Muddy Lloyd coming into your house. So big giant skeleton of a horse was, coming was into a, your house. Was this a, one of the uh, um, Purge movies? Purge Mari Lloyd? No. <laughs> okay. No, it was not. Sounds and then like they it. get to drink all your beer. That's that's. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's not particularly chill if that's... <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty chill, man. Like we're just going to have a singing fight until we get beer. That sounds exactly like me. That's all I'm saying. I will sing for my beer. Well, Jen, nobody in the history of existence has ever accused you of being chill. <laughs> That's fair. Fair point. So this as, might be one as of those... exhibited by my last stand-up set. So <laughs> I think it's one of those things where you know you've got the the, the Cuban is the dominant gene, and it, it just is. wipes out the any Welsh chillness that you might have. I mean, I guess they're not particularly chill, but they're just not fighters. You know what I mean? Like they're lovers, and they want beer. That's those are the two main things. Oh, you've got that for Wales. Yeah. Got both of those down. I don't want to fight you. I will fight you, but I don't want to fight you, but I do want a beer. Thank you. <laughs> right now? <laughs> Not right now. We're recording this at 8 o'clock in the morning, Kurt. I, You know, if you were a true Welshman. <laughs> do you know any Welsh people other than me? Um, Tom Jones? <laughs> I, I'm surprised you didn't say Catherine Zeta-Jones. Or is it Catherine Zeta? Yeah, Jones. Jones. Is yeah. it Jones? No. No, that's right. I mean, she's married to uh, Michael Douglas. Yeah, that's what I kept thinking in my head. So we've got Catherine Zeta-Jones, we've got Christian Bale, and we've got Gareth Bale. And we got a lot of sheep. <laughs> like a lot of sheep. Like an excessive amount of sheep. Tom Jones wins out of that list. What? Tom Jones wins out of that list. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Is my mic not working? I don't Tom think your mic Jones. is working because what I heard was Gareth Bale. Thank you very much. Is, who is Gareth Bale? He is only, he was at one point in time, I don't know if it's current, the highest paid soccer player in the world. And he's from Wales. Oh. He plays for the Welsh national team um, in that forefront. So. Oh, what, uh, uh, what club team does he play for? It's a great question. I only watch World Cup and um, the Euro Cup. So okay. I don't know. That's okay. I, I, I can tell. You're a big fan. I just thought you might know that. That's all right. Yeah. It's just that I live here now. And so I just, it doesn't come into my brain unless okay. it's those big ones. And, and he's only five years younger than me. So fingers crossed, you know, I'm just saying <laughs> good times. So I actually do like on, on Saturday and Sunday mornings, I will get up and turn on English Premier League. They'll, yeah. They'll it's have super that fun. On. Yeah. I, I'm still not oh, sure. Oh, and his team currently is, he's a Hotspur. So he's on loan to Tottenham Hotspur. Oh, okay. So but what before is, that, he was Real Madrid. What is your favorite soccer club? I know that you... It's wherever Gareth is. Okay, so so Tottenham. Yeah, right now. Okay. 
Which yeah, works I, out well because it's my friend's favorite league too. Okay. I don't I don't have a I, I gotta decide on a favorite. I think and I'm leaning towards Liverpool just because that's a Beatles thing, but I don't <laughs> I don't have particular um you really I mean that shouldn't be the reason that you choose a Well, I don't Okay, so give me give me a team that I should root for and a reason. Oh, I don't know. I don't follow the Premier League well enough. Like I just don't. I should. I should. I watch all the games. I just don't follow. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So ever since we've gone to this uh, two week or you know this bi weekly or actually weekly uh, schedule where we only do B sides every other week, there's like a list of things that I wanted to talk to you about. I actually put some things down. Because you don't uh, speak to me at any other point in time. To a certain extent, that's true. I mean, we. Like, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm for the listeners who have not heard that. I'm just. I'm reminding them that Kurt doesn't actually speak to me unless that, we are recording a podcast. So a lot of it. I mean, yeah. A lot of the time, we are kind of doing business, right? So we we talk a lot getting, you know, podcast stuff. And so one of the things that we've been doing is that we, we just started the Thursday night shows over at Tim and we hosted our first open mic. Yeah, it went really well. I was, I was very, very pleased. And the feedback that I got was that that was some of the finest hosting at an open mic that they've ever seen because everybody gets burnt out if they host an open mic every week. So I think it's <laughs> maybe a good plan to do it once a month. Yeah, I think because that we're still excited and happy to see them. <laughs> so that's right, and and so I wrote uh, a little uh, two person stand up bit, a very short bit at the top that uh, I thought was fun. Uh, I have heard from several people that the highlight was me kicking you. <laughs> so <laughs> several people were like, "That was so funny." So all right, well, we can make that a regular thing if you'd like. I'm- I, I feel bad because I'm used to schmacting where I don't actually hurt somebody. Oh, you didn't you, actually hurt me. Well, I understand that. But like, <laughs> I did actually kick you. And I don't feel nice kicking you. You know what I mean? Like, it feels mean. I but. felt like you even pulled that kick, too. That you could have kicked harder and it still I did pull that kick. What am I supposed to, like, am I, I don't want to knock you down on stage, but I could. <laughs> I could. I, if I, I, I don't, needed to. I don't want you to try, but I am... Totally fine with you giving it a good, solid kick. I'm just, I don't want to, I, this feels very like abusive. I don't feel like doing that. That's all I'm saying. You can, you can introduce this into court if you break my hip. (laughs) That I gave you permission to kick me. I really hope that I don't, that this doesn't go to court. (laughs) Kurt's going to sue me. Ah, good times. So that was our stand-up show. And of course we're getting ready for our, uh, unformatted show, which is a yes. stand-up improv show, which is coming up this Thursday. Stand-up or, improv show? No, it's what, an open mic open improv mic. show, silly. Yeah, I've, yeah, got all these words just floating around my head. I grabbed two of them. Wrong two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. So is your brain is your brain alphabet soup, but it's just words? It's just a soup, and you just pull like you just like spoon out two of them, and then they come out of your mouth. It, That's how that works? Yeah. Isn't that how your brain works? That is not how my brain it, works. It is a constant battle of grabbing the right words. So. Wow. <laughs> but uh, yes, open mic improv show. And uh, yeah, so looking forward to that. going to be the first time we do that at Tim. Yeah, um, it'll be terrific. Yeah. And, uh, and we're going to do a spectacle set as yes. part of that. Yes. 
Spectacles. Haven't done that in a while. And we have a special guest appearance on our Spectacles. So. Yeah. Come out and see that Thursday night. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, uh, so I'm really happy with the way the Thursday thing is going. So I, people should come out and see that. And uh, we had a chance to Wow, do... with that cell. <laughs> and people should come out and see it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, basically, it's the best open mic in Tucson. Thank you. I mean, you know, I don't want to oversell it, but that's just a fact. It is that's the best. That's just a fact. It's a, it's, and... a, it's, a nice, it's a nice sized room so that you get like echoes of laughter. Yeah. So I'm just saying, and it's a great place to record your video. I recorded my stand-up um, from the stand-up show Friday night. So yeah. great place. Yeah, it's it is a small enough room that, and every, all the chairs are facing the stage. So even if you know it's if you're in that room, you've got like a full room, basically a mostly full yeah. room. Uh, and yeah, the sound is good. You got professional lighting on stage. So yeah, it's a great yeah. place to to record. It's a it's a really good room to, to do stand up. Sometimes you get a microphone stand lesson from Kurt Leaders during <laughs> the open mic. Oh my god! I mean, just all of the highlights. You get to see me kick Kurt in the side. I don't know if I'll do that again. We'll find out. So, <laughs> so another fun thing that happened is we got to do another. Uh, last Thursday, we got to do another salt and pepper set, which we have not done in a while. No, we have not done in a while. And I made you LARP, and I apologize. <laughs> no, I would no like to. F- this is my formal apology because sometimes Jen goes way into nerd, and I went live action role play. Have you done live action role playing? I have not yet, and it is something that I would really love to do because you basically just stay in character all day, and you have all these quests. And different things that you have to do, like tasks. And it's just, who wouldn't want this? Is Civil War reenactment considered LARPing? I mean, technically it is. (laughs) Technically, it was probably the first LARPing. Um, But is it the most fun LARPing? No. (laughs) I I had a friend uh, back when I worked in in Utah. He was such a huge Civil War reenactment guy. He like made his own clothes and he was I mean you're basically just describing cosplayers, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean it it it's like the same thing. It's just why are so many people obsessed with the Civil War? I mean, but let's be clear, he was I on the North. <laughs> well, that's good. Um, I think the big thing about those people are this they they would be the same people who would do LARPing. I think that they really enjoy playing a game, right? It's basically you're just playing a game in character. So you get to pretend to be somebody else all day. It's amazing. But you get to be Jen all day. Why do you want to be someone else all day? (laughs) I mean, I love being myself. But it was funny because I was talking to Sarah after the stand-up show on Friday. And she's like, how do you, how is that character, how does your character come out like that? She's like, because that was you, but it was it wasn't. And I'm like, yeah, it's just me. Like if I was role playing me, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> you in drag. Me. Yeah. No, <laughs> I don't want to hit the drag community. I love the drag community. Um, speaking of drag, um, not quite drag, but close to drag. Creepy Tiki party is next Friday. 
I am so excited. It is a burlesque show and it is Halloween themed and it is by Don't Blink Burlesque. And I think I will be trying to go have to get a babysitter. So. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Is it Halloween themed in August? I'm so, why, why is that a question? And I mean, it's basically September. So you need to get your costume ready and get ready for Halloween. That's all I'm saying. All right. Have you determined what your Halloween costume is going to be? No, because I like to make it hard on myself and decide at the last minute. I'll probably be a character from Schmigadoon as soon as I've seen it. Okay. (laughs) Let's be honest. It's probably what's going to happen here. All right. So this is actually another thing I wanted to talk to you about that uh, we have not really had a chance to talk about, but you are going to be performing with Keep Tucson Sketchy next month. That is correct. I am. Do you want to sell that a little harder? (laughs) I mean, you just asked if I'll be like, I was like, yes, I will be like, I don't, what else do you want me to say? So are you a member of the cast now or is this a one-time thing or what's uh... I mean, so far it's a one-time thing, but I always like to plug anything that I'm in. So I made sure in my little bio for the stand-up show that we just did that I included it because it is just a nice thing to do. Like if you're part of something to help promo it elsewhere. Oh, absolutely. Um, Yeah. So I, um, read Elena's sketch for, uh, it's a, it's a yoga sketch and, I asked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She posted. I saw. That. Okay, I, I, I saw that. And I was like, oh, okay. I, I, yeah. She posted an ad looking for someone, and you auditioned, or just you were just given the part once you said that you were interested. <laughs> One of those two things happened. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to be mean because I know people that did. One of those two things. Okay. So. Well, excellent. I am looking forward to seeing that. Uh, yeah. uh, September 11th. I'm only in the right? one sketch. I'm only in the one sketch. Um, yeah, September 11th, two showtimes. There's a seven o'clock show and a nine o'clock show, if I remember correctly. Yes, uh, I believe that is correct. It's definitely two shows that night. Yeah. And uh, tickets are cheaper if you get them early. So That's right. Um, I, Actually, yeah. speaking of, because that's going to be at the screening room. And I will be performing stand-up comedy at the screening room on August 14th at the late night show, the 11 o'clock show. Um, and that is free admission. What? So get your butts in your seats. See Jen do a feature set for free? That's I didn't say feature. I'm oh. a guest. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. So help me with the the uh, the nomenclature. I, I'm okay. not sure that I totally understand. I know what opening is. Well, right. So we don't actually like it. Normally the shows don't say opener. Okay. Right. Is that so just for like touring, like the tour, touring people that like touring like, comedians yeah. have like an opener in a middle and then, okay. Okay. So an opener on a touring set is the person that travels with the headliner. So the headliner typically gets 20 to 30 minutes, um, sometimes 45 if it's a bigger venue. Um, and then their opener comes on right before them and usually gets like a full set of like 15 minutes. Um, a feature, a feature will get about 10 and then an, and then a guest will get seven. Okay. What about it? So, and then middling, is that considered like the same as featuring? Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. So you're doing a guest spot 
at the at the show, the eleven o'clock show on August fourteenth. That is correct. That is awesome. I am very excited because I have not done a show at that place. I've only done open mics there. Well, cool. I that's another great place to do stand up. It is such a fun venue. Yeah. And so the other thing that we haven't really talked about too much that has happened since our last show is I was in Hawaii for a week. Yes, we did talk about this. <laughs> we talked about that I was going. Oh, but... we did. Okay, that's right. Okay. Do you want to tell us about your vacation after I explained how annoying it is to listen to other people's vacations? Because <laughs> I also went on vacation, but you know what I'm not going to talk about? My vacation. <laughs> Well, I was going to actually just do a very boring uh, setup, of, you know, description of our trip and then give you a chance to respond to it, but not going to do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, unless there was something like mind blowing that happened there. All right. No, nothing mind blowing happened. We just went to Hawaii, hung out on the beach, went snorkeling, saw Jim Gaffigan. That's pretty fun. I'm glad you guys got to see Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, that was actually just really surprising that uh, he happened to have this tour that was, he did a show in uh, in Honolulu, I think the week before, and then a show on the, you know, about 20 minutes from where we were staying in, on Kauai. And he did mostly Hawaiian stuff. <laughs> it was uh, yeah. you know, a bunch of, he wrote a bunch of stuff while he was there in Hawaii. And it was, uh, it was really great. So nice. he had very much fun. So. Did your kids go to that show too? Yes, they did. Oh, did they enjoy it? Yeah, they loved it. In fact, there was a nice little chunk that they did on uh, uh, how ungrateful his kids are. And we all had a good laugh at that. <laughs> <laughs> did your kids say sorry afterward? No, they did not. <laughs> one day. one That's not true. I'm never saying sorry to my mother. <laughs> oh, are you? She didn't earn it. Are you equating me to your mother in this uh, scenario? <laughs> no. No, I am not. Why? That is so weird, first of all. Second of all, that is so weird. Well, I mean, you're talking about how my kids might, should perhaps say, I'm sorry. Yeah, and I said, I'm never saying sorry to my mother. Right. So your kids should say sorry. Oh. My kid, my mother is never going to get one. There I go. don't expect getting one out of my kids ever. But I am better than my mother. So there's that. I, I'm still hoping for a nice written thank you note for all the parenting. But That's we'll not see. happening. What, I mean, like, but what, what are you, what? That's like hitting a, like a gold mine. I don't know. <laughs> You're not going to hit that. I, you know, our, our, the, the, uh, our kids, and they're, they are maturing quite a bit. And like the stuff that they, like that Olivia writes and actually both of them that they write, like the, uh, Father's Day cards are just really delightful. So yes, I am expecting a, a good thank you note. Maybe after she graduates college. So that would be wonderful. Keep on dreaming, buddy. Keep on dreaming. <laughs> so yeah, and it has been wonderful all summer spending time with Olivia. I really missed her when she was away at college and she's leaving in less than a month. I'm not happy about that. But it's been wonderful. That's wonderful, Kurt. <laughs> All right, Jen, you want to take a little break? That sounds good. Hey, Kurt. Hey, Jen. Do you want to play a little game? 
I would love to play a little game. Well, as you know, we were both on set of Corey Jenks' new project for his new upcoming book. And we played a little game called The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. And I thought it would be a fun game to play here on this podcast. Well, let's do that. So this is done by one of us asking a piece of advice and then answering answering that question with good advice, bad advice, and ugly advice. Okay. And then let's, uh, why don't we do that? And we'll take turns and uh, we'll see how that goes. Okay, doke. All right. So, Jen. Um, yes. Where is a good place for me to invest a little extra money that I have? I think, as good advice, you should put your money into a Roth IRA. I think that it's a very stable and nice way to save and manage your money. All right. Well, what is some bad advice? Well, I think that, uh, first of all, putting all of it into cryptocurrency, but not one of the ones that you've heard of before. Make sure that it's one that nobody has ever heard of before, because that way you make sure to get in on the ground floor. So, Jen, what is some ugly advice? I think you should put all of your money into sprinkles. <laughs> they are undervalued as a food source. And as we've seen <laughs> during this pandemic, there have been disruptions to supply chain. So if you put all of your money into sprinkles, you will corner the market on this very needed food commodity. <laughs> By the way, you've got to know Jen stand up to understand that sprinkles are considered edible in Jen's world. <laughs> Sprinkles. I said sprinkles, not glitter. Oh, okay. Sprinkles have always been edible. Carts. Well, okay. Yes, yes. Okay. The sugar. (laughs) Uh, We used to call them jimmies. (laughs) No, they they still call them jimmies in weird parts of America. Uh, Just not where they... It's just not what you should call them. Okay. By the way, there's nothing ugly about sprinkles. <laughs> no, but there's an ugliness in like taking, all, like hoarding everything. You know what I mean? Like that's where the ugliness came in. All right. So what what question should we answer now? All right, Kurt. Can you give me some good advice on how to donate blood? Oh, of course. So donating blood, you're able to do that every nine weeks. And when you you go to the American Red Cross, which is a great organization for doing that, uh, make sure that you drink plenty of fluids going into it. And and also make sure that the rest of the day, take it easy for yourself and drink lots of fluids and some snacks to replenish. So Jen, what's some bad advice about donating blood? Yeah. So some bad advice for donating blood is going into a room of just vampire bats. And then just letting them have at you. All right. And some ugly advice is to start doing some UFC training. Just get into the (laughs) octagon and just, you know, with very little training, start sparring immediately. You will donate a lot of blood very quickly. And sometimes unwillingly. Oh, well done. Well done. (laughs) All right, 
do we want to talk about any upcoming shows we've got or have we covered all of those in the, in well, the first I'm half? Well, I'm going to go ahead and plug again the screening room August 14th at 11 p.m. to see my stand-up and just how extra it has become. Uh, we also have our show, the unformatted uh, improv show, an open mic improv on August 12th, 12th at 8.30 p.m. at Tucson Improv Movement. All right. And we also are performing as Salt and Pepper at the Unscrewed Theater on August, 20... August 21st. First. At so, an undisclosed time because we don't know yet. Yes, but we have signed up for it. Oh, and uh, I also, speaking of Unscrewed, I also appeared on the Big Daddy's podcast. Oh, that's right. So I was there with uh, Mike and Matt, uh, Mike, who I know quite well, and Matt, who I just met. But uh, we got to talk about being fathers and about being large. So we, we covered both of those topics. Um, uh, and that was a lot of fun. I'm still, so I'm still salty that I didn't get an invite. Is, is it because I'm not a father or because I'm not tall? Um, I, I think it's because it's, you're not uh, a father. It is yeah, misogyny, yeah. not sizeism. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you should definitely start up a new podcast called Little Mommies to, <laughs> to rival Big Daddy. I'm not going to do that at all. Because it's so, like in Latin culture, you'd be like Little Mommy, and that's like a hot lady that you're like talking to. And it's weird. <laughs> so... All right, double entendre there. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that works perfectly. So, hey, Kurt. Yeah, Jen. What's keeping you happy this week? <laughs> All right. Well, I have been spending a lot of time with my kids watching the Olympics. I absolutely love the Olympics. Uh, the whole family does. So we have been just watching basically as much of it as we can, including a lot of the, the volleyball, which you know, Olivia was a uh, big volleyball player when she was in high school and basketball that Matthew's in. We love the track and field and the swimming. And uh, it's just been great. Just, you know, always we get together basically every night as a family and it's it's been super fun. So Jen, what's been making you happy? Well... What has been making me happy um, are a uh, cocktail enhancement set that I have found on FancySprinkles.com. And I have made some amazing cocktails for my family and friends this weekend and to rave reviews. Outstanding. Because they have pretty like glitter that you can, or like sprinkles that you can rim your glass in. And then also prism powder, which is edible glitter you can put into your cocktail to make it even more fancy wow i didn't realize it was called prism powder that is that is even more extra thank you i try i know you try max effort (laughs) maximum effort it's my deadpool like super nerdness combined with glitter outstanding Tune in next week to hear us talk about our listener, Josh Caterer's pick, The Dead Kennedys. That's right. And until next time, this is Kurt. And this is Jen. And And we we just made a podcast. podcast. That was fun. But now we're done. We've got to run goodbye.